Hello, and welcome to the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Wickles Pickles. I'm Hunter Johnson, joined as always by Cecil Hurt. A quick note from our other sponsor, and that is Homefield Apparel. Um, Homefield Apparel is a premium licensed collegiate apparel brand out of Indianapolis. It's incredibly comfortable, officially licensed apparel with vintage college designs. Homefield digs through Bama's uh, archives to find unique logos, mascots, etc., to make thoughtful designs and prints with those logos in the most comfortable tees and hoodies you'll ever own. Um, I've got a couple of the shirts. I'm actually waiting. I was hoping that I was going to get my sweatshirt by the uh, by the Iron Ball to wear, but um, I'm not going to not going to be here in time. But I'm really excited about getting the, the sweatshirt. Um, and they have a special deal for all Bama Beat podcast listeners. Um, Use the promo code BFBAMABEAT. This is a new promo code. BF obviously stands for Black Friday. So BFBAMABEAT at checkout. And that gets you 30% off of your purchase. Um, and I don't even think that's not even a first. You don't have to be a first-time purchaser. You, to say you already bought something, you want to buy something else, you get 30% off this time. Our first promo code was only 20%. This one's 30%. So go ahead and get that order in now. Make sure that you get it by the holidays. Again, that's homefieldapparel.com, promo code BFBAMABEAT. Cecil, how are we doing? Doing good, Hunter. How are you? I'm doing good. And in the interest of full, full disclosure, we're recording this on on Thanksgiving. That's how much we care to give you con- the content that we know that you, you want and deserve. Fresh um, Thanksgiving content. Yes, yes. And I've and as I was saying, in the interest of full disclosure, I have the Auburn game on, the Auburn St. Joe's game on in the background. So if you hear me like yell, hopefully I won't. Hopefully I won't yeah. cuss. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So got that on in the background. So watched, we want to do a podcast. Uh, watched Kansas and Gonzaga this morning already. So yeah, I didn't get I didn't get to watch that. I'm, yeah, Gonzaga's really good. Yeah, I had family stuff. Couldn't 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 do it. Um, had to eat awful Thanksgiving food. Although I, I took a lasagna, it was a big hit with everybody. Everybody really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, so um, we wanted to come and talk to you all about the game last night. Me and Cecil talked for a little while privately last night about the game. We wanted to you know kind of break down. You know, everything from how the, the feeling was, the vibe was in the Coliseum to how we thought this team played and how it, things are going to look moving forward. Cecil, what, you know, kind of talk about how, how you felt like the arena was last Well, night. I mean, obviously it would have been several thousand more fans. I don't know that it would have been full. On a, I think it would have been 10 to 12. Before, before Thanksgiving. But a lot of people were interested to see this team. Um, the fans who were there were into it. Um, good many students for, for the night before Thanksgiving. And, um, you know, our seats, my seat was the same, so it wasn't any different perspective like that. It was unusual to have the bench right in front of us. Yeah. So Conveniently, Cecil and I actually sat, like, right across the aisle from each other. I was yeah. in my, my seat, and Cecil was in the press. Um, yeah. yeah, that was I, – I was not expecting that, and I guess they're doing that um, – for TV purposes, because the camera's on the other side, and they figure right. they'd rather show right. the students and the, the team rather than, you know, five rows of empty seats. Um, empty um, seats there, so yeah, I, I thought think it's, that was correct. I thought the atmosphere, you know, given 2020, given the yeah. all the restrictions, um, I thought it was fine. I found the end game, like, it, it, this was weirder to me than – the football games have been because to me at football games, once the game starts, I don't really, I, I, it's kind of the most normal I ever feel. I don't notice like the crowd as much, like the, the lack thereof of the crowd. Last night I felt like I noticed it a little bit more. It just seemed a little weirder. Um, but it, it was still, I mean, I thought that the people who were there got into it. Um, I, I thought it was fun and we're going to have to get used to it. Because that's how every game is going to be this year. Um, so how did you feel about, you know, 
just kind of the overall performance, Cecil? Well, I thought it was clearly a first game. Um, clearly some rust. Clearly some some attempts to find chemistry. Of course, Nate Oates played everybody on the roster. Uh, we had discussed this. You know, Alabama in the past had teams come in, you know, Penn or, or if you're talking about the full December schedule, Xavier and, and teams like that. They didn't need to be playing that kind of game. Last Cornell. Night, no disrespect. Yeah, no, no disrespect to Jacksonville State, but they've got transfers coming in. They're trying to find themselves. Um, so it, it was a game, you know, Alabama was a double-digit favorite and should have been and, and was able to... <sighs> A couple of you know offensive spurts have enough of a lead to to not be really threatened in that game. So, and probably what they needed, um, you know, Oates and staff got to look at everybody. So from from that standpoint, again, particularly in this long long layoff, but you've had a highly rated recruiting year. You've had you've got guys coming back. It's been mostly positive. John Petty coming back and. That news, so people are really excited, but they're just not gonna, you know, look February sharp, January February sharp in their first game at Thanksgiving. That's just you know you you didn't have the secret scrimmage, you didn't have. It's the first time we played against anybody against anybody in in over eight months. No exhibition, so, no yeah, secret right, scrimmage. Right, and it's true for everybody. I'm not right. saying. Anybody else who looks good, I'm, I'm just saying. Well, I'm sure the Jacksonville um, State basketball podcast is probably talking about how they didn't think that they, you know, they're probably saying the same thing right now. <laughs> probably, probably. Um, but, you know, and the expectations have been so high, the anticipation, I, I guess I should say, has been so high for this Alabama team that, that I think people wanted to see 120 points or, um, and just chemistry wise, it just, wasn't there yet just like last year you know it takes time for those guys particularly those new guys to work into a alabama system so and and like you touched on i felt like it was i felt like it was really good that we opened up with a with a what is essentially what's going to end up being a a q4 win unless you know (laughs) jackson will say just catches fire that's probably going to be a a quadrant four win um but just you kind of get our legs you know under us and and kind of you get used to playing you know in-game scenarios um, I thought that, that it was good that we played somebody like almost essentially, especially when you don't have an exhibition that was, you know, even though it really counted as, you know, kind of like an exhibition to get ready for, you know, right. three games against, you know, potentially tough teams coming up. Yeah. Stre- strength of schedule will take care of itself next week. Yes. That's And I think we, we and then with Furman and then with Houston, you know, that, it'll be fine. Right. Right. Um, kind of touching on some individual guys. Uh, the first guy that, that really, you know, that people are talking about is Javon Quinterly. Uh, I'll, I'll say I was very, that's really I mean, that's the first time I've ever seen him play basketball. I was very impressed. Um, I I don't, you know, he's not Kyra. Few people are, but there's not a huge drop off from Kyra from Kyra to him. He's not quite as quick um, at you know probably you know getting to down the court. But man, the guy right. finishes the finishes at the rim really really well. He does probably probably stronger at that than Kyra was. You know, Kyra is a NBA first round pick because he was so athletic, so fast, right. so you know, vertical jump. Um, young, they, they project him a little bit, and 
Um, and he, he was a great player last year. Don't get me wrong. He carried the load for Alabama in a lot of ways. Um, so, so I'm not saying that, that Oh, Quinterly's better. He's just different, just a little different. Um, but has kind of looked to me, had kind of that Philly, New Jersey city gang, you know, right. where, where you get to the rim, score at the rim, make his free throws. And so I thought, I thought he was probably, if you had to single out a new player and he's not new, he's been a year in the system and that's part of it. Uh, but um, I thought he played well played. And one thing about point guards sometimes, and, and really one thing that you had heard about Javon a little bit was, Oh, you know, he, he can get out of control. He was very much in control last night. I thought for sure. For sure. Um, another guy who, you know, the bot score won't show it, but I thought Petty struggled a little bit early. I thought he was, you know, probably forcing a little bit, you know, wanted to get, trying to get in rhythm and really wasn't in rhythm. But, you right. know, you look up and he's got 14 points, you know, only turned the ball over uh, one time, yeah. six boards. So, like, rebounded, you know, up, rebounded defended. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't, you might not think so, but yeah, I thought he you know, ended up having a pretty game. It was only two of eight from three, like, you know, and, the shots are going to fall. We're yeah, not going to shoot seven of 31 every night. No. You know, if, if you shoot 11 of 31, which still isn't any great percentage, um, that's a different game, clearly. Right. But they're you're, Yeah, you're you know, an entirely different reaction. Yeah. But but some of that, you, you had different guys. You know, Rojas shot a three. Um, you know, you had different guys doing different things. Um, and And – even the proven three-point shooters, Petty and Shaq, didn't have their greatest three-point games. But they'll be, they'll, you know, that that'll come. I mean, that's just a situation of you're not going to shoot seven for thirty-one every time. So and you already um, brought him up, uh, Shackleford with eighteen points. Despite if you, you know, I wouldn't have thought that if you tell me that Shaq, you know, goes one of four from uh, three, that he's going to get eighteen. I would have told you I don't think so. Um, but the biggest number in Shaq's albums, dude had 11 rebounds. Double-double, first career double-double. He double, had nine first half. Yeah, first career double-double, and that, that's a that's a plus um, to have the guards rebound. I think, and I'm going to be um, cautious with a comparison here, but I think, the, I, I thought the bigs looked better. I, didn't, I, I thought Rojas had some good moments. I thought um, Bruner, who had some foul trouble and, and seemed to not be completely in sorts, but you know he's more athletic down there, and so that that'll that'll come eventually as well. Um, they weren't great in the paint, anybody last night as far as great. I, I thought Rojas was good. They weren't great in the paint, but um, that'll come, and I think they've got a better rotation of three or four bodies down there well, and certainly more that fit this style guys that can get yeah, up and down the court exactly and put exactly. the ball on the floor some step out and shoot a three yeah Brunner Brunner played 15 minutes and I think you know some of that was foul trouble four rebounds right. and four <laughs> points um you know one thing that, the, go ahead one thing that Oates touched on in the post game was you know Brunner and Reese who he considers to be two of our better shooters combined to go oh seven from three and that's just not going to happen very often. Uh, so. I'm not. I'm not beating on Alex. I'm not beating on Alex's haircut. 
I, I am beating on his haircut. His hair is terrible. It's not looking good. Not <laughs> but good. it is rare, rare to go. Um, you know, you check the box scores, you check the plus minus, you, you do a lot of statistical work, and you go to Ken Pomp and a guy who plays 13, 14 minutes. His offensive rating is zero. Yeah. <laughs> didn't get an offensive rebound, didn't get an assist, didn't make a shot, didn't turn the ball and also turn the ball, turn over. the ball over. Um, you know, so uh, uh, Alex is better than that. He, he's he can shoot better than that, and and so yeah, just a tough, just a tough first game for him. But it is <laughs> you know, uh, truth can sting sometimes, and, and I just thought that was funny that he had a. He had a goose egg there. I, I just now looking at it. I didn't even notice that. That's, that's yeah. The next lowest is Darius Miles at seven. Yeah, well, about the young guys. I was going to talk about not not Quinterly and Rojas who've been the, the real yeah the new guys program, the new the young real guys. the real new guys. I just you know it, it just wasn't the kind of game where you could get a feel um, right. Yeah, you know, I, I think I think Ellis will be fine. I think Primo will be fine. I thought Miles looked pretty good. Ooh, pretty good. I did too. Um, you know, didn't get enough. Didn't see enough. I didn't enough. Keon Ambrose Hilton to have any kind of opinion there. But um, you know, it's just a matter of finding where those guys fit in the rotation. Because you know their minutes were sporadic. I mean, they'd go in, they'd go out. Um, I, you know, Primo had a dunk that, that they left him wide open on. So um, they uh, will get tested in the, this. You know, we'll know so much more this time next week after the three games in Asheville if everything goes smoothly in Asheville and they um, can play those three games. Right. Another guy that you know people have been excited about going into this season is Herb Jones. Uh, I thought that. Mm-hmm. I felt like Herb, he took, he took like one, he, so he goes three of, three of 11 from the field. That's obviously not great. But I liked the majority of his looks. He had one look, he had like a Dirk Nowitzki fadeaway shot that I was like, yeah, we probably need to be doing that, Herb. But other than that, I thought his looks were fun. Yeah, um, I thought one time he got tangled on the fast break, slammed it off the board. And, you know, yeah, that was that was the other one. Yeah, but but Better his three point made, made a three pointer. His other three pointer was a good shot. You know, yeah, you go down. So and that's and what's going to be huge for that is like if it if you know when he's playing the four and he actually did play some three last night too, but mainly he's going to play the four. If he can force the opposition to have to come out and guard him out there, that's going to open up so many things for us. Yeah, and again, there's no. It's a hard chicken or an egg um, analysis, but. It was obvious that that Jack State was had some of the same things going on, but at the same time, uh, they shot what twenty seven percent for the game, and, and um, Herb Herb defended them really well. They could. Get I thought a lot, lot of guys to play defended yeah. pretty well. Like I was in fact one of the guys, a guy who really didn't guard very well last year, Shackelford. I thought played had a really good defensive game. Yeah, I thought they were. I thought Alabama was a little better defensively. Yeah. Um, so, so. But Herb also, you know, we talked about and, you know, now, and what Nate Oates said when he was out. He, he agreed they were a little better, but he said you got to create offense off of that defense. Right. You gotta, 
got to get it out. You got to get them stopped and then get it out and get running it. So. Well, Herb, all, you know, despite going, he went, goes three of eleven. So again, not great, but it has you know, still gets twelve points. It's five of six in the line, which was encouraging, and twelve boards. So he also had a double double. Um, and I, you know, I expect Herb to. Yeah, and Herbs are just quiet. You know, you just. You, you don't realize it's happening. You look at the box score at the end, and he's got a double-double. So Right. Well, he, there were several games last year he got double digits and rebounds, more so the points that were the issue. But I feel like he's you know, going to be scoring a little bit more this year. And, and he was his usual self on defense, I thought. So. Correct. Drew a charge. Drew Had a block shot out of the perimeter. I almost felt sorry for that guy because yeah, the shot clock was down. He had, he had, he knew he had to shoot it. He also knew that Herb was going to block it, you know. So, right. so it was, it was, you know, food for thought. It was interesting to, to watch and and you know form a few impressions and maybe get a little a little drop of reality in terms of it's going to take time for those new guys. Uh, but again, we'll we'll see with Stanford and see however that turn. If you get your three games up there, they're going to be three good games, whoever it is. So, uh, all right, let's take a quick break no and we'll come back. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll come back. Um, this is the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Wickles Pickles. Welcome back to the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Wickles Pickles. A quick word on uh, Wickles. Wickles are wickedly delicious pickles, relishes, okra, and much more. Wickles are proud to be owned, Alabama owned and made using a family recipe 90 years in the making. From Saturday sandwiches to Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner, I did bring some Wickles every day. Their recipe used to be reserved for family and friends who were lucky enough to get their get a hands on a jar. Since 1998, they've been bringing the sweet heat and bold and tangy recipes into your home. Learn more about them at wicklespickles.com and find them in your local store in the pickle aisle. Let's get wicked. Um, yeah, I did take over some Wickles to the, to the house today. I feel like I'm kind of like, they expect it now. So, like, if I don't show up sure. when I come over. I come Absolutely. Somebody, people are disappointed. You're the connects now. Yeah, for sure. I actually had somebody ask me, like, how many how many Wickles jars do you have in your pantry right now? And I went and counted. I've got, I think it was 11. And that's just of all the different varieties. Sure. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very Wickles rich. Um, so, like you said, going to Asheville, hopefully – I mean, hopefully we're going to get these three games in. Going to Asheville, you know, open up with Stanford. Um, you know, that we're we're Stanford's first game, which you know I kind of like because you kind of saw how we played in our first game. Uh, you know, had to work out some kinks. Well, they have they're not going to have an opportunity to do that. Uh, but you know, they're ranked thirty third in Kimpom, so you know that's all like predictive. But I mean, Kimpom thinks they're going to be a good team. Right, right, and and, and, and I'm sure they will be. Jared Haas is a you know, He's a good coach, coach. UAB, mm-hmm. um, and has has done has done okay there. It'll be a so. challenge. It'll be a challenge, and then if you get North Carolina, I saw some of Texas. You know, I'm a I'm a AP poll voter for one thing in college basketball, and just I'd much rather spend a day like I have watching good college basketball or, or interesting college basketball than off-brand NFL that doesn't oh, you know, for sure. mean anything to me unless I happen to know a guy who's playing. Um, so I've seen a lot of basketball today. Saw some in Texas. They're pretty good. They're pretty good um, on that yeah. other half of the bracket in Asheville. So don't know if that matchup will come around, but it would definitely be a test. Um, so, yeah, that'll be three good games no matter who, who they play. And 
probably have to to change the minutes be very different than what it was last night yeah i don't think you'll see near as many guys get playing time and um another thing i'm already mad about how late this game's gonna start it's 8 30 tip off 8 30 tip yeah i don't like this at all yeah if you were playing in palo alto you could understand it but man that's right last game of the four of a quadruple header so yeah i just know i'm gonna be like amped up and then the game's going to end at, you know, 1040. I'm going to be wide ass awake and be dragging my tail the next day at work. Um, so, but no, exciting. You know, after, after last night, I don't think that last night was like the, Oh my God, we're going to be so awesome. Or the, Oh, we're not as good as, you know, we thought, I think it was about what we thought. And yeah, you know, I, I'm, no, you don't make those kind of decisions. Not as good or overrated or same old thing or whatever you get on Twitter. Um, it's one game in, in unusual circumstances. So, you know, there were some, some areas that need improvement you could look for, and then there were some positives. Right. So, well, I want to thank Quick everybody for listening. Two guys, um, what? Two guys who transferred out. We were talking about the bigger. Galen yeah. Smith started for Maryland last night. They won. He had a pretty solid Galen Smith. Six, he had a Galen six, game. Six points, four rebounds. Four fouls. Yeah. JV and Davis played a good bit for Mississippi State. Didn't score, scored, but I think he was their first guy off the bench. Yeah, and State scored 42 points against Clemson, including <laughs> going eight for 27 from the foul line. Ugh. Almost 30%. And that, that included a great kid. I'm not knocking him, but JV was one for eight from the line. So mm, I've seen that. that up. He needs to pick that up a little bit. So I, but you know, I was looking at State's box score and and just other than JV, and clearly just you know, not the same names. Not the, n- n- no Charles Woodard, no Reggie Perry. Forty-two points. That that's they're going to have to find some offense. No Witherspoons, you know, and right. so have to find some offense when you had all those guys. Um, you know, in hindsight, state might have probably should have done a little better than they did. So yeah, I mean, Abdul Ladu and DJ Stewart are two guys from, from yeah, that, but played. that's like really the only names that I've. And they're not they're not super creative offensive talents. No. Know? So so um, yeah, but I'm trying to see as much SEC as I can. Didn't see Kentucky. They they I am the business. Um, Tennessee's out, Florida's out with COVID, so um, looks like Auburn in command with St. Joe's here. Hey, um, ease up. It, it, hard to judge. It's only a nine-point lead. Yeah, St. <laughs> Joe's, the Hawks, I'm invested a little bit. The Hawks can make Yeah, be now. careful now. I think the Hawks were 6-22 and 22 last year. Oh, they were not year. good last year. Yeah, I'm, yeah. So, I mean, they shouldn't They shouldn't win. So, so I'm, I'm not uh, really investing. I'll I'll be, I, I, will watch, I will try to watch a little bit of Auburn in the morning. That would yes. be a different. That will be a different skill set that they're facing. It would be nice to see get, to see them get you know skull dragged in basketball tomorrow, <laughs> skull dragged in football on Saturday. Oh, they who knows? They may yeah. they may so, they may right. they well, may surprise Gonzaga. But you know the important business is that Alabama's got to take care of business in Asheville. Get get two out of three or three if they can. Right. Right. So, so. well, we'll probably do this again probably a week. You know after those three games. So. um Enjoyed it. Uh, if y'all have any questions for us, tweet at us. We'll try to address them. So, 
Uh, this has been the Bama Beat Basketball Podcast, brought to you by Wickles Pickles and Homefield Apparel.